Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to The Wave. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. Oh, why did you go right into the mic to say know. that? That was sexy. Hello. Hi. How are you, Nick? <laughs> it's, uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm full of the Friday feelings. Yeah, we're recording a day late this week, which worked out quite nicely because I've had a very busy week. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's Friday. Yeah. Got I feel like I should have bought a beer. Yeah, we should have got some beers on or something. It's been a lovely day. Yeah. Could have had some nice beers in there. Well, dark now, but it was light earlier. <laughs> that, that does tend to happen in the evening. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. Uh, you've had a busy week? I have. been to the cinema. Lovely. Yeah. How did that go? Me and you went out for a meal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Together. Let's tackle those nice. one at a time. Okay. I went to see the Batman. Yes. After being very reluctant to see the Batman. Yeah, so this was the whole... We knew you'd cave eventually. Yes. But And I did. It took a while, to be fair. Yeah, it did. To, to gear up for that when I walked length into the, of movie. When I walked into the screen... There was walked into the screen. I didn't like bounce <laughs> off it. When I walked into the room, there was literally just the two of us in there. Oh, well, it's been like, a while, hasn't but it? But then by the time it started, there was like twenty people. In okay, there. they were still quite doing quite good numbers. I think. Was it a late night? If you got three three hours, of we the went movie to. And... It started at quarter to seven. Okay, so I didn't have time for any dinner, right. but I did have time to go to bed. So it worked oh, out well, quite nicely. Bonus. <laughs> so I had a quick snack before. Uh, yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. Great. I I think it's brilliant. Were you, did you feel you were sitting there for three hours? Yes. Oh. That's the problem. It, it is probably 45 minutes too long. Okay. But it's never boring. No. Even though it hasn't got this like epic superhero battles or... It's a crime movie. It's a, it is. It's a police procedural drama is what it is. It's a crime movie. So there's none of that epic superhero stuff that you'd expect. But it's it's a really good story. I really enjoyed it. Great. I, was, I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting to. How was our Pats? Good. He plays Batman really well, I think. Yeah. He, he, he isn't... I was at work at the other day. I was like, he doesn't play Clark Kent very well. And I'm like, he doesn't play Clark Kent at all. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't... He isn't Bruce Wayne very often in the film. There's no, probably like three scenes in the film where he plays Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And he plays it very different to how you've seen it before. So it's quite jarring. Okay. Because he plays him as like this reclusive, loner, like weirdo who's grown up on his own with no parents. Sure. Character. Which he's never really been played like that before. Apparently he modelled it in Kurt Cobain. Right. The look and the, the style. So... It's like grungy loner. Yeah. But no, when he's Batman, he's brilliant. Excellent. So really, I really enjoyed it. Good thought, action. Yeah, there's some good there's some good fight scenes in there. There's some good explosions of the car chase at one point. How's Colin Farrell? You would not know that was him. <laughs> you would not know it was him. It was crazy. But no, he was really good. Yeah, everybody was great in it. It was, a, it was a good film. I really enjoyed it. Where does it rank in the Batman pantheon? Well, I've, I've talked to my dislike for the Batman Begins before. It's up there with... It's not as good as The Dark Knight. It's probably better than The Dark Knight Rises. It's up, it's up there. Yeah, okay. But you don't like that You don't like that one? So. I don't like The Dark Knight Rises. No, and I don't like Batman Begins. So. I think Batman... I really like Batman Begins. Yeah, and I really like The Dark Knight Rises. So I and we both agree on The Dark Knight. So. Uh, it's fine. The Dark Knight's a great film. It just is. I'd say it's a good It's a good film with some great performances. Then in that case, you probably will really enjoy this. Yeah. And it might even be your best Batman film. Okay. If that's what you're looking for. Maybe. It's very dark. There's no we'll comedy. There There's no like comedy to sure, it at sure. all. It's very dark. But no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I'm glad I went in the end. Good. But I did feel every minute of those three. <laughs> but it didn't drag. No, no, it never dragged. It never got boring. It never dragged. That's good. But at, at one point, I looked through. I looked at my watch, and I was like, "That's 90 minutes. That's halfway." <laughs> so I turned to who I went with. I was like, "We're halfway through." She was like, "Fuck off." <laughs> So, yeah, that's halfway. But then the second half zipped by. Okay, so that's good. 
Yeah, it's, it's a me thing. I, I, I wouldn't have the attention span to watch it at home. It's only because... Oh, I've you got, don't think you would get... No, it's because it's got it. my full attention on the screen. I yeah. can't do anything else. I physically can't do anything else. If I was at home, I'd get distracted. Yeah. I know I would. That's why I've still never watched The Irishman. <laughs> I watched The Irishman in about five parts. Yeah, you watched it like a TV show, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> because at one point, there was a rumour that Netflix were thinking of doing that, and yeah. then Scorsese was like, don't Fuck off. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. Yeah, that you could have done sort of a, a four-part miniseries with it. Yeah. I don't know. Does it matter how you consume it? Martin Scorsese can't come around and tell me, don't, don't, you can't watch my movie because you split in. Stop pausing parts. my movie. Yeah. Don't know. It's. I, you're welcome. I can kind of see I, the point in like. Come around and we can discuss it, Martin, by all point. All, yeah, yeah, quite welcome. <laughs> there's, there's probably other things we could discuss too. Yes, yeah, yeah, be true. a guest on a podcast yeah. for a start. I, I can see, I can kind of see the point of like, you suppose I've made this movie for you to lose yourself in and become completely engrossed sure. in. But it's just, it's old school way of thinking versus new school way of thinking, isn't yeah. it? That's not how Netflix and the streaming services work. No, that's right. So they're only going to get longer. Hello? No, <laughs> the film. That's what she said. <laughs> now somebody's released a three-hour superhero film. The next one will be three and a half hours, won't it? It's got to be. Well, Endgame was like yeah, over three hours. Wasn't so it? then the, this Batman sequel that will come will be three and a half hours long. It's got to be. Yeah. You're not going to make a shorter sequel, are you? Bigger. So, bolder. Exactly. Better. But it's, only gonna, it's just going to keep going until we get to the point like WrestleMania's got. We have to do it every two nights. <laughs> so who knows? How's your week been? Fine, good. Yeah, I saw you on a couple of nights. We ago. did went out for a little date. Well, it wasn't just the two of us. There was four, four of us all together. But it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, we uh, we had Mexican. We did went out for a new Mexican restaurant in town. I, I was impressed. I filled myself with a burrito. You did. It was a massive burrito. <laughs> I had a nice couple of fish tacos. That yeah. was beautiful. It was a nice night. Yeah, it was nice to see you socially for a change. Good eating, I thought. Yeah, good eating. No, <laughs> no bottom of the stream tribute taco yet but uh, <laughs> maybe if we become sure, regulars we'll, there they could. I did have fish yeah true, exactly so maybe exactly. maybe that's what they were maybe if we make friends with them now then. hopefully they'll stick around <laughs> what about the rest of your week anything else been happening any gossip for me um <laughs> no I don't think so no I'd, oh, I'm gonna oh, I'm joining the rainbows okay not like Rod, Jane and Freddie no <laughs> Like the uh, the the group that of young girls. <laughs> I'm going to be a rainbow helper. Oh, okay, like a Cub Scout leader. Yeah, that girls. sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, well, your kids are both into that, aren't they? So yeah, that's cool. What does that involve? Just go like camping and stuff. Well, this is this is why they need they need an extra pair of hands at at one of the camps. To oh, amazing. Uh, funnily enough, help cook and stuff. <laughs> so there nice. you go. I've signed up for that, so that'll be interesting. I knew you'd done that. Yes? Before, because I had to give you a reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your missus texted me, she's like, can you give Nick a reference? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to give a reference for someone once who I'd got rid of. <laughs> that was very <laughs> awkward. The, wow. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> cool. So that's good. So you get yeah. to do all the dib, 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 dob, dob, dob stuff. Yeah, maybe a bit of dibbing and... Dubbing and were you ever a scout? Dubbing. When you were younger? Do you know what? I was a cub. I was a, a cub. cub scout. I went for two weeks. I I went for the first week. Yeah. To cubs. To cubs, yeah. Right. Yeah. And we had to sit and polish shoes for an hour and a half. <laughs> Especially slave labour. And I remember my mum picked me up and said, did you enjoy it? And I said, I don't understand what cubs is. You've <laughs> brought me to this thing. 
and we've just sat on polished shoes for an hour and a half. <laughs> wow. Which I'm sure was part of some badge or something I was dropped Yeah, into. probably. And So you never went back? I think I went back one more week. Wow. And then I never went back. I, was, I, was, I never got the uniform. Did you not? No. I was big into the Cubs. I was like Ted Cub. <laughs> Top boy. I was Cub of the Year in 1990. <laughs> 32 years ago. What did you have to... What test did you have to pass? So to I was get just the best the one. Okay, I've just got nominated and won an award. Still what's got your, the trophy. Somewhere. What's your best memory of Cubs? I don't know. I, pretty, I remember pretty much hating most of it, but I just used to get forced. You just plowed on because I got because I went every week. Yeah, I got Cub of the Year. Brilliant. I was a sixer and everything. I had, to carry, I had to carry the flag on the St George's Day Parade. Oh, lovely! That was flag bearer. That was horrible. Why? They're really heavy. Oh, okay. And they they used to sit on a strap around your shoulder and then yeah put yeah, it, yeah. Put it in. yeah 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 it really hurt. Yeah, we've got one of those in our house for. <laughs> rainbows yeah there you go. that's cool i never knew you were so yeah. highly ranked was, was there a like highly a ranked cub secret handshake and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. i kind of imagine it's like the masons but for kids <laughs> it is a little bit like that all it your badges and stuff I've, did you get to like i used to have a sleeve full of badges did you get to, like did you get to like talk down to the newbies hmm? well you probably if i had a tenner you'd have made me polish more shoes i was a sixer all right and then every six had a seconder Okay, but we had. Oh, so you had you had a minion. I had a minion. So there was the the, the idea of a, this was you going back thirty years. It's, it's a probably very all complicated system. So they used to split the pack into groups of six. Okay, and the sixer would be in charge of that group of six, and then the seconder would be second in charge. All oh, right. So the leaders could just sit and have a cup of tea. Basically, and... so there's basically four cubs who don't do anything, and yeah. then the two that are in charge of them. So yeah, I was, and I won six of the year that year as well. The oh. year, same year, I won cup of clean sweep. Nice. Clean sweep, sweeped it, sweeped it at the award ceremony. <laughs> Did you get an award ceremony? Yeah, that's going to get tro- two trophies. Oh, excellent. But I gave my second of the second of trophy, the six of the year trophy, because I'd got my cub of the year trophy. Sh- I think I've still got it somewhere. I'll try and find it out, put it on Instagram. It's a shame to peak early, isn't it? Yeah, 32 life. years ago that was. That's the only one and only time I've ever won a trophy in my <laughs> life for anything. I'm sure it won't be the last. But hopefully. Maybe we'll win podcast of the year or something. Exactly. Should do. If more people listened, we probably would. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're waffling. We've done 10 minutes already. We haven't even started the news yet. Do you want to do some Netflix news? Yeah, I suppose we should. <laughs> Where do we start? Oscars. Awards. We're talking about awards. Yeah, exactly. Seamless. Netflix really wants an award. Yes. Not Cub of the Year, though. They really want a little uh, gold man. Little they gold want man. an Oscar. By the time this episode comes out, they might already have one. So yeah, actually. We are talking from the past here. Or could be the actual present, because if you are so inclined... <laughs> So these episodes come out like 3 a.m. UK yeah. time. Yeah. The Oscars will be on now. Now. If you're downloading <laughs> straight away upon release. Uh, yeah, Netflix really wants an Oscar. Uh, yeah. they're, they're pretty much hot favorite for The Power of the Dog. Yeah. Uh, and Scott Stuber, who's uh, Netflix's head of global film, has done an interview with the BBC basically saying it's their dream. It's their hope. This will validate us. I think it's best I, picture Oscar. I think the best picture Oscar this year is probably the most interesting it's been for a long time. Because there's there's two reasons for that. Netflix are favourite to win it, which is massive. If Netflix win that Oscar, that changes everything for Netflix. That be, that like he says, that validates them. Yeah. However, second favourite is Coda, which is an Apple TV original. Okay. So if they win it, that screws Netflix over and they yeah, don't become be the first streaming on it. If they don't become the first streaming service to win an Oscar. That again changes everything, but in a different direction. Yeah, I've, I think it's really interesting for the streaming services this year. Netflix has got really twenty-seven do. Oscar nominations. Yeah, 
It's a huge number. It is. More than any other studio, but they make a lot more films than any other studio. Yeah, of course they do. So they release one a week. It's like yeah. 50 odd films a year. But yeah, I, I genuinely, I don't find the Oscars that interesting these days. I don't know if I ever have. But no. I think the best picture in Oscar nominations this year is really interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, certainly be, potentially. I think it has the potential to change Netflix. That's why they'll give it to uh, West Side Story and just probably, again that's the other option. <laughs> That'll be the, the conspiracy. Oscars completely won't it? snub them. <laughs> We're not going to give it to a streaming service, but at some point they have to give it to a streaming service film. It's down to the voters. There's, there's going to be a point in the future where they're all nominated yeah, from yeah, a streaming exactly. service, so exactly. at some point it's got to go. But yeah, I think it's going to be a really interesting. Just that one in particular is really yeah. interesting. Do you know the goodie bag for getting nominated with seventy six grand? Is it? This year? Yeah, I've, I know it's usually grand. ridiculous. You even get a plot of land in Scotland. Oh. That's in the goodie bag. <laughs> it's so a very get, small plot. So you get to. It says it could. They don't know this article I was reading. They don't know what the size of plot is, okay. but it could be from one square foot to a hundred square foot. Oh, and if you obviously if you <laughs> keeping you up, <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> obviously if you get that, you become a laird or a lord. Okay. So every Oscar nominee this year. Is now a lord of Scotland. Oh, there's not that much of Scotland to give away, is there? Apparently, there's quite a lot. Okay. So, yeah, seventy-six grand worth of stuffs in that bag, That's just for being nominated. It's crazy. They don't isn't need it. it. No, of course they don't need it. Give it's... it to us instead. We'll we'll yeah, give I'll... it away. I bet a lot of them do give them away. Yeah. Oh, I hope these, so. A lot of these famous like nominees will give. No, them Benedict away. Cumberbatch doesn't need another Rolex, does he? <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. I'm really, I really like. Um, there's. Cody Schmidt McPhee is nominated for an Oscar. Yes. Right. When he was a kid, he was in a film called The Road. Okay. Yeah. And I wrote a blog when I saw The Road and I said, keep your eye on Cody Schmidt McPhee. He's going to be massive. So if he wins an award, that validates me as well. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> you've got a personal he, he kind of, after the After he was in The Road as the kid, he kind of disappeared for years yeah. and now he's just coming back as a teenager slash adult actor. There you go. But yeah, I, I wrote a blog. It's got to be ten over 10 years ago. That, that movie's got to be around that. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. Yeah, so yeah, I was predicting the future. Cool, that's the Oscar talk done. Excellent. Yeah, we'll like fo- say, follow that, up on that, that whole conversation might be redundant because it would have all happened by the time anybody hears this. Next. Netflix has announced uh, that they have won the uh, bidding war. Oh, there's a bidding war? For, um, an adaptation of... Uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid's novel, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh, okay. Uh, It's going to be adapted by Liz Tigalar, who uh, was the showrunner for Little Fires Everywhere. Uh, This book has been atop the New York Times bestseller paperback list. Uh, uh, It's been on the list, sorry, for 54 weeks and counting. Oh, that's over a year. It is is indeed. Wow. The story follows the reclusive Hollywood legend, Evelyn Hugo, who chooses an unknown reporter to tell her life story to. She recounts her time in the golden age of Hollywood, her rise to fame, her seven marriages, and reveals stunning secrets and lies. But through it all, one question remains. Why has she chosen Monique, this journalist, for her final confession? Oh, that sounds really interesting. It does, doesn't it? I kind of like that era. Of yeah, the golden era of Hollywood is really cool. Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you will see that in the next year to 18 months on Netflix. Excellent. Cool. Sounds I good. I mean, we'll, we'll see who uh, who ends up being cast in that. But again, sounds like it could be something that's quite awardy. 
Yeah, it sounds like it. It says here, you spent 54 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list, but that's four years after it was published. Books are weird like yeah. that, aren't they? Because it was turned into a TikTok book phenomenon. Okay. How do, you, you how do books get famous on TikTok? I don't know. I don't, I've don't. i never been on TikTok. No, nor me. Sorry. I think we need to look at it. We need to get TikTok famous. Can't see that website. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. Uh, Netflix has released a trailer for another true crime documentary. Yes. This one's about Jimmy Savile. Yes. So light. I've, yeah, very light. I've seen this. I've seen this trailer. I I haven't got to it yet. What did you think of the trailer? I, I think, Jimmy Savile is a very fascinating subject. Mainly because when we were kids, he was like, everywhere. Everywhere. He was like the hero of our generation when we were kids, and, I, I think it, the story just fascinates me that it was covered up by so many people for so long. I'm really interested. I'm definitely going to watch it. I really like the name of the documentary as well. Uh, the documentary is called Jimmy Savile, A British Horror Story. A British do, Horror Story. Do you going. know, I have kind of mixed feelings. So, it's obviously an emotive subject. There isn't a lot of time between now and that's true. everything happening. So, on the one hand, I'm sort of like... Yeah, I do feel for the people around who were affected by this. But on the other hand, I feel... I don't think that's a reason not to make something like no, this. No, not at all. And especially... And I don't, I don't know because I've not seen the trailer. If this goes in... It's not just focused on him, but it goes into... I would like it to go into sort of who helped cover it up. Why, why yeah. was this sort of... Why did he get away Why was it an open or? secret that this guy was going around doing these terrible yeah. deeds yeah um i think and if it touches on that sort of stuff then it could be really worthwhile to I, be honest i don't think they're going to call anybody out no but i think i think it will t- it was definitely got a touch on that sort of subject and i think it's a story that's not really been told it's a story that this country's kind of wanted to just sweep under the carpet yeah and like we don't want to think about this guy this guy fucked tricked the whole nation for many many years yeah. and we've never really told that story so it'd be really interesting to find out the detail behind it and yeah, it is going to upset the victims, obviously, because it is recent. And hopefully that's dealt with in a professional manner on this documentary. I think I'd much rather watch this than the film that Steve Coogan's making. Oh, the, uh, the yeah. He's actually making a pro, yeah. pro bio, biopic about him. Yeah. I'm not so quite sure that's in as good a taste as it should be. That's but that's treading an even finer line, much if you finer, ask me. Much, you, much finer. When you're starting to take artistic license with this sort yeah. of stuff. That that feels maybe it is too soon. Yeah. Whereas a documentary, there are other documentaries. Yeah, about of course it. there are. The Discovery Plus has got one on yeah. there. But I I think it's a really fascinating story, and I, I, it's more the story of who, why was it covered up, and how was it covered up for so long. Yeah. That's what I want to know. It's not what he's been up to and what he was actually doing. Yeah. I don't want details on that sort of thing. But it comes out really soon as well, doesn't it? It's like this week, next week. Uh, yes, I've said that literally just as I, I closed it's a- it down. Is it April the 6th? Uh, it is. I believe it is. April the 6th, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely be watching that, so I'll talk about yeah. it on the it's show. A, the it. Netflix documentary is just a one-off, so. Yeah, it's just like a one, like yeah. a film, isn't it? Yeah. I'll definitely watch that, so we'll talk about that after I've seen it. For a bit more context. Okay. Next. Do you like reality shows? No. <laughs> well, would you like this one? Uh, Netflix has confirmed that 
The first eight episodes of The Ultimatum will premiere on April the 6th. What is The Ultimatum? Uh, April the 6th is a big day for Netflix. That's everything's going Well, this is quite interesting. So they're releasing the first eight episodes of this show on April the 6th. Okay. But they're not releasing the finale until April the 13th. Why? Don't know. <laughs> okay. So they're holding they're holding one Northern... episode of the show back and the sort of roundup episode. Okay. Uh, will be released a week later, which is odd well, to just keep a strange one back, decision. Isn't it? But... Uh, maybe they want people to talk about it during that week. Yeah, but d- get build it longer than a week. Then, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the show revolves around six couples. Okay. Who are approaching marriage? Right. Uh, but one person in the in the duo feels more ready to pop the question than the other. Surely that's always the case. <laughs> so. Basically, the guys have got the the couples have got to decide: do we stay together and get married, or do we break up? What is that? The only two options there? Yeah, the new contestants have the opportunity to select a new potential partner from <laughs> one of the other couples. <laughs> what? Over the eight eight episodes, they'll have to decide if they should get married to their original partner or break up forever. That's. Bullshit. I don't think you can enforce that, that's, can you? That's no, and that's not the only two options. It's either we get married or we break up. Why can't we just stay together? <laughs> exactly. Well, marriage. What is marriage? <laughs> it's just signing a bit of paper. I don't know. You've done it. I have. <laughs> but but no, that's in this context. That, that really feels like shit. Let's just throw something at the wall and see what sticks because that's bullshit. And you know what's really annoying? Everybody will be talking about that. Yeah, yeah. They'll be everywhere. Every work will be all over that. Shut up and watch the Jimmy Savile documentary. <laughs> Comes out on the same day. Oh, man. That's angered me. You've angered me. That's a stupid concept for a show. Next. Uh, some cancellation news. Yes. One of Netflix's big, big cancellations. most long-running shows. Yep. It's done. It's done? Grace and Frankie. Has that been running for that long? Uh Seven series on Netflix. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I'd not many things make it that far. There's not. Uh, so the seventh and final season was confirmed way back in 2019, uh, but was obviously delayed because the world stopped. Yeah. Uh, and that final batch of episodes has been split in two. <laughs> Again, very strange how <laughs> Netflix has split this. The first four came out last August, right. uh, and the remaining 12 arrive on april the 29th wow. uh, they will be the last 12 episodes of grace and frankie and that means it will finish with 94 episodes oh, in the got bag what's well, um, doing four and then another 12 that's just <laughs> crazy you ever seen it it's quite no, i've never seen it i've no don't even know what it's about really. oh it's, it's, it's like a sitcom but it's all full of old people so it's like jane fonda and lily tomlin are the right the headliners and like martin sheen's in it oh, okay sam waterston and uh yeah, a load of people pop up who you'd recognise. Uh, yeah, 94 episodes. It's quite a lot for a Netflix show, to it be is, fair. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably one of the most. Yeah, I, I would say so. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sure by that point it's built up quite a big fan base as well. Yes, yeah. Uh, talking of cancellations... This one's hit me hard. Has, <laughs> it's not hit me as hard because I've not actually finished this <laughs> show. Uh, Archive 81... Yeah, is going to a permanent archive because it's not coming back. <laughs> it's it's a bit annoying. It's always annoying when a show that you've watched gets cancelled. Yeah, but when a show that you've watched that finishes on a cliffhanger gets cancelled, 
was even more annoying. I think it was pretty well received, wasn't it? It, it really was. Well, it well was, reviewed, it I mean. Was well into the top 10 for the whole run of it, for most of its first few weeks. Um, yeah, it's, it seems a strange decision to not press the button on it. Yeah. I can't imagine it's a high budget program. No, because a lot of it is Most sort of grainy one, found footage yeah, one, and then the guy's sat in the bunker, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's all set in one building with a bunk guy in a bunker. There's a few special effects, but nothing yeah. too much. So I don't know, it just seems a bit of a strange decision. Yeah, I was I was quite surprised to see that as well. I was as well. I was uh, a bit gutted. Should I finish it? <laughs> so there's an ending. I liked what I've seen. There's an so ending far. to the story. Yeah. And then right at the end, there's a sequel tease. Okay. So it does leave you on a prick tease of a cliffhanger. Going into it knowing that that's not going to be resolved, I don't know if that would bother you too much. Okay. But the story for this season does get rounded up nicely. Right. So that's just a prick tease at the end. But so it's up to you. Watch it if you want. I don't care. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for your help. <laughs> Next. Do you like Bridgerton? Yes. Okay. No, I've never seen it. I don't know why I said yes. Okay. Well, the, it's, it's back on Netflix for its second season. Yes. I'm came, sure. Came today, didn't it? Uh, Yes, I, I'm sure we will be here next week saying how it's smashed a lot of yeah, records. I'm sure we will. Are you going to uh, watch it? On Netflix. I'm sure I'll get to it. <laughs> You're not jumping to it. If you were so inclined and you lived in or visiting Los Angeles, yeah, you could go to Bridgerton Live. Oh, what's Bridgerton Live? Uh-huh. What is it? It's the Queen's Ball, a Bridgerton experience. Okay. An immersive experience held in the Millennium Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles. Uh, you can't meet Reggie Jean Page, yeah. unfortunately. Um, he's even—he's not even in this season, is he? No. But you get to go to a ball, basically. Uh, you get to learn a dance. Okay. Set to uh, Taylor Swift's wildest dream song. I don't know that. Participate in a scavenger hunt. Oh. And possibly even be granted the coveted honour of being named the Diamond of the Evening. It's a 90-minute experience opening to the public this week and will run for at least two months and then it's going to travel the States. Oh, okay. So it's uh, another one of these Netflix real-world events. We talked a few weeks ago Hmm. about them doing the Money money Heist escape room. Uh, I I think they'd struggle to teach me a dance in 90 minutes, let alone do the rest (laughs) of it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it costs you. It'll cost you between forty nine and ninety nine dollars to attend. Okay, for your ninety minutes. If we have any listeners in Los Angeles who are checking it out, let us know how it was. Yeah, if you're getting uh, dressed up in the period clothing, then let us know. Sure. Do you like being enticed into a dark room by half naked men? <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> that sounds like the dream. <laughs> Why? In which case. You may be interested. I can see you're interested because you're wearing one of their products. Uh, a new Netflix documentary about Abercrombie and Fitch. I have got an Abercrombie and Fitch top on right now. Yeah, that's what I knew you would have. That's why I put this bit of news in. <laughs> that confused me when before we started recording, you went, I've got a news story about your top. Like, what? <laughs> cool. What's, what's the premise? Uh, April the 19th, you can watch the... Uh, White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. I don't like how it's calling it nostalgic clothing when I've got one on right now. <laughs> that makes me feel very out of fashion. It was a bit a few years ago, though, isn't it? <laughs> to be when fair, you, I have had this for quite a long time. I, it's, it's I've got a couple of their t-shirts uh, 
you know, right at the back of my wardrobe with dust on them. I brought but... this from New York. <laughs> I was yeah. like high-end fashion at the time. Yeah, because... From an Abercrombie and Fitch shop as Yeah, well. in the dark. In the pitch dark. That's why I brought it. With... But... Enticed in by a half-naked man. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's the story of the rise and fall and possible start to rise again of Abercrombie and Fitch, which, um, as you say, were chit hot. I didn't even know they'd gone. All over the... Uh... <laughs> No, they're still about. Yeah, but no, I didn't know they'd fallen. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's a lot of controversy about how much money they were paying, uh, you know, people all over the world to make their clothes, oh. i.e. nothing. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I feel guilty now. And, and also... Um, it's the only one I've got. They had, they had to go through a lot of court cases around sort of uh, discri- discriminatory hiring processes and things oh, like okay. that. We um, were only hiring hot people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, so that that is another Netflix documentary you can see in April. Excellent. We'll check that out. Uh, I know you, you're, like you said, a big fan of the fashion. So <laughs> I've got one top that's about eight years old. <laughs> well, you're the one wearing it right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> one of the very few things that still fits me. Uh, back to bidding wars. Yeah. Uh, the wonderfully named Rawson Marshall Thurber. That is a great <laughs> Is currently shopping around Hollywood... Uh, his adaptation of the mega famous Japanese anime Voltron. Oh, okay. Uh, he wants to direct the live action version. Cool. Uh, he's got a pitch. Apparently, he's got a teaser reel as well. Uh, and he's been visiting various studios around Hollywood over the last couple of weeks. Uh, this this report that I have says that Warner Brothers, Universal, and Amazon are all at the front of the queue. Netflix are not mentioned. That's interesting, because uh, I would have thought that would be right on Netflix's street. Just yeah. Uh, well, for a couple of reasons. They produced Red Notice, which yeah. Thurber directed. Uh, and also, there's an animated Voltron uh, on its way to Netflix as yeah. well. So Maybe that's why they're not interested. Maybe that's... Um... <laughs> it's not their approach for He-Man, <laughs> is it? Well, no, true. Too much Voltron's too much. Uh, it says the film is an original Thurber story. Uh, he co-wrote the screenplay uh, with Ellen Shanman. Uh, yeah. Cool. Not. That's no one signed me. on a dotted line yet, but I'm sure it will just be a matter of time. Yeah, I'm sure it will. That surprised me that Netflix not interested in that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay. Next bit of movie news. Timothy Chalamet. Do you like Timothy Chalamet? Chalamet? Yeah. Yes. Good. He's one of my favourites. Because he has signed up uh, for Bones and All. In yep. fact, it's in the can. Uh, MGM have merged with Amazon. Yes, and they have. That was a big deal this week. Well, yeah, and this, therefore, they're going to be releasing this. Um, it's directed by Luca Guadagino. Yes. Uh, who directed Call Me By Your Name. Yes, he did. With Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah. This, have you heard the synopsis for this movie? I've not seen this. I know what it's about, but I've not seen the synopsis. Uh, Chalamet stars as... Uh, Maran, uh, Taylor Russell stars as Lee. They are two differently outcast young adults who embark on a thousand mile journey together to meet the father that Maran never met and to look for answers as to why she can't control her desire to eat the flesh of those who love her. <laughs> okay. There you go. So is this a film about a cannibal? Yeah. And this has got Timothy Chalamet in. Yeah. And it's made by the guy who made Call Me By Your Name. Correct. Is that Dig Army Hammer? Feels like one. <laughs> It really, really feels like one. 
I mean, those two had signed up to make a film with him when that all came out. It's a bit which of a... Was the sequel to Call Me By Your Name. It's a bit of a coincidence. It seems a strange coincidence. I'm not going to lie. I'm all for it. Yeah, same. I'm I'm up for that. I mean, I love that guy. Call Me By Your Name is one of the best films. It's awesome. Even with the aforementioned Cannibal in it. It's a really, really good film. So yeah, th- those two together seems like a... Yeah. A match made in heaven to me. Yeah, that, I'm really intrigued by that one. That sounds good. And it's in the can already, so it'll be coming pretty soon. Yeah. Excellent. Can't get enough Timothy Chalamet, which is good because he's every fucking <laughs> He's in everything. It's his time. It's his time. It really is. I know you like a comedy. Yep. Do you like Nick Frost? I do like Nick Frost. Okay, then this might interest you. He has signed up along with Amy Lou Wood from Sex Education yep. and uh, Nicola Coughlin from... Uh, Derry Girls and the aforementioned Bridgerton uh, to star in a British historical comedy called Seize Them. Okay. The synopsis says that this is a fun new female-led film set in Britain in the Dark Ages, starring Amy Lou Wood as the empowered, egotistical queen. She ends up on the run when she's toppled from the throne by a charismatic leader of a revolution. Uh, that is the role played by Nicola Coughlin, uh, and she seeks help from a secretive former servant. And a shit shoveler who wants more out of life. (laughs) Guess which role Nick Frost is playing. Uh, There is no release date yet. It is currently shooting uh, in the UK. Interesting. Okay, that sounds good. Sounds like horrible histories. Yeah. All of those three are really good, really funny people. I've never watched Derry Girls. Have you? No. No, It's supposed to be brilliant, but I've never seen it. I think the final season is out very soon. Is it really? I think so. Cool. Okay, one more bit of news. Very exciting bit of news. Uh... Confirmed for a release in March 2023, the yeah. traditional season of horror, <laughs> March, is Scream 6. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming for us, baby. It's a Scream, baby. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you'd release it in March. It seems really soon as well, to be fair. It's only, what, just over a year since the last one? Well, we will be just over a year since the last one. Yeah. Seems really soon just for scream. a Scream sequel. Not Scream 5. Scream. Scream. <laughs> scream 5 them. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm uh, it's the that. same same team that yeah, all... uh, directed Scream Five. Yeah, uh, and yeah, Courtney Cox is on board. I assume uh, Neve Campbell is as well. It doesn't mention her in this article, but I'm assuming she is. I mean, she's not going to turn it down now, is she? After no, I don't want to <laughs> give any spoilers in... for Scream Five, but I'm assuming David Arquette's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm happy. I love the Scream franchise. You know, I do. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. They just keep making them. Just keep doing it. I don't care. I don't care how... Even if they get really shit, it wouldn't bother me, I don't think. No, I'm sure it wouldn't. I think that franchise has survived enough for me to make it happy. Make me happy. Have you got any more news? News done. News done. Do you want to go through a list of stuff that's coming in April? Oh, that would be lovely. Because it's April now. (laughs) It's not quite, but it nearly is. I've got a list. I have not read this list, so we're going to go into it blind together. Lovely. I'm very unprepared. This is interesting. Trivia Quest Season 1 is coming. Okay. Trivia Quest is an interactive quiz that will arrive daily. Oh, nice. I mentioned not long ago that you could probably have a concept to do an uh, interactive quiz. Yeah, it's coming every day in April. Netflix trying to get on the Wordle train. (laughs) I think it probably is. Oh, I've got a new one. Okay. I meant to tell you about it before. It's called Framed, I think. Right. And you... Have you been been playing Wordle? Are you, I've, are you every in, now and again? I've done it every day. I forget for like most now. days. Yeah. So I, I always a break. I play Wordle, and then Wordle, and then yeah. Global. 
Okay. And now I've got this new one, which is it gives you a frame from a film. Oh, brilliant. You have to guess what the film is. And then it gets a little bit easier every day. Yeah. Uh, every, the next six oh, Yeah, because I've played Hurdle. Which is the music which version. Which is the music one. So, yeah. So it's the same concept as that, but you get a movie frame. Okay. I got it in four yesterday. Got it in one today. Oh, nice. Get me. So yesterday, nice. I'm not giving anything away now, because but yesterday it was the prestige. Yeah. The first frame was the back of Christian Bale's head. And I was like, I was a lot like Nick Cage. But it, then in the next film, I was like, no, that's Christian Bale. I got it on four. Today, Shaun of the Dead. Banged it straight away. Brilliant. One, one frame. It's the frame, you know, where he's playing with the fuse board. Yes. And the zombies are outside. Yeah. It's that, but it's really dark. So it was really difficult, but I got it first one. Well done. I'm proud of myself. So yeah, I think it's the website's framed.wtf. So okay. if you want to check that out, check it out. Brilliant. But yeah, this is Good an tip. interactive quiz that's coming to Netflix every day in April. We'll check that one out. Yeah, definitely check that one out. Maybe uh, we'll do definitely. some live on the show. Yeah, we can um, we can set up a Discord league. You can, uh, <laughs> yeah. Put your scores in the Discord. Cool. Come and join us in there. <laughs> What's coming to Netflix UK weekly in April? Riverdale season six has come in. Uh, that's the only thing I've ever heard of in there. <laughs> everything else on that list is a Korean drama. But, yeah, every, everything else is a K-drama <laughs> on there. That's crazy. There's a Webtoon K-drama fantasy series. It's coming twice weekly starting April the 1st. Cocomelon season five's come in. Oh, okay, fine. I know a little girl is well into that. <laughs> Pet Cemetery's come in. That's a great film. Oh, the eighties one. The eighties one. Lovely. I haven't seen that in ages. I might actually rewatch that. The Bubble. The Bubble's coming, of course. That's April the first. First. That's uh, Jed Apatow's new film. It is that we talked about a few weeks ago. The Last Bus. The Last Bus. I'm excited for this one. Praise be to Drew. Drew Casson. Bless him. Wow, it's a slow month. Jimmy Savile, a British horror story. That's coming on the 6th, we've just mentioned. The Ultimatum, Mario Move On again. We've just mentioned that. That's coming. Elite Season 5. Elite's a Spanish series. That's quite good, to be fair. You should probably watch that at some point. Green Eggs and Ham is coming. Excellent. Oh, this this Metal Lords is supposed to be really good, isn't it? That's coming. That's Is that a film? That's got by the guy who wrote Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's a team movie about a metal band hoping to make it big. Oh, Joker's coming. That's interesting. Oh, 11th of April. Have you seen Joker? Yes. Yeah, I might watch that again. It's this on Amazon at the minute. That must be yeah. moving over. Oh, our Great National Parks. That's uh, Barack Obama's new show. Yeah. That's coming. April the 13th. S- the Smothering Law's coming. That's a Portuguese comedy sitcom. <laughs> Hard Sell. That's Catherine Tate's new thing where she plays every character in it because nobody else wants to work with her. Slow scene. Slow month. Better Call Saul season six. New episodes weekly. Starting on episode is April the 19th. That's long delayed because of uh, Bob Odenkirk's health issues. Yeah. Look forward to that. I love Better Call Saul. Russian Doll season two is coming on the twentieth. Still not had a trailer for that yet. No, maybe it's going to be shit. Maybe that's why there's not. Or super super secret. Yeah, Selling Sunset season five. Did you watch a bit of that? I I watched one episode because you made me. (laughs) Did I make you? Yeah. David Spade's got a new comedy special coming. Oh, fantastic! (laughs) Something else called Bubble. That's an anime that's coming. Grace and Frankie season seven final season. And the same day the final season of Ozark turns up. Wow. 29th of April. That's it. It's a slow month, man. Uh, I think I would... I, my suggestion would be, I think there'll be a bit more. I'd, I feel like it's a bit short in terms of... Yeah, there's not a lot uh, there. In terms of movies. Yeah, there's not movies. many... Uh, yeah, there's not many brought-in movies on there. It could be that... Uh, maybe this is just... They'll get added over of, the next week. I, know, I was going to say maybe it's a list of just yeah. Netflix stuff, but it's not because Joker's in there. Joker's a big one. That's quite big that that's yeah. coming. Excellent. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Do you know what? I've not had too much time this week. Uh, randomly, have watched some X Files episodes. <laughs> Why? Because my wife was like, well, "I've never, I never watched it." And oh, really? Like, yeah. Well, let's watch. What, it. What have you done? Start at the beginning. Yeah. 
excellent. The first episode of the X Files is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. She really she, she was really surprised how not only how good it was, but how does it hold up? How invested she was. So I think we watched four or five in the end, like over a couple of nights. Yeah. Um, Story wise, yes, pretty much. Yeah. It looks dated. Does man. it? Well, it is dated. What's no, I know it, it is. It, it's like ninety five. Yeah. Is it? It's nearly 30 years old. Yeah. And if you think 30 years before the X-Files, that's like the olden days. Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen on Twitter the other day, just going off topic completely, that the Lion King now came out closer to the moon landing than it did today. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. No, yeah, I imagine it does. I haven't seen the X-Files for a long time. But. More in terms of like, not necessarily the quality of the picture, though, although that's... Fashion and stuff. Yeah, and... it's like, I'm sure, I don't remember like... Scully's hair being that bit. She looks like she's in the seventies, not in the nineties. I know um, Harrison from Grief Burrito was doing a rewatch. He got okay. quite a long way through. I don't know if he ever finished it, but he got quite a long way. Through. I don't think I ever finished it originally. I think I jumped off the train. I think a lot of people did when... around David Duchovny. I think yeah, as soon as he left, I think a lot of people kind yeah. of left it behind. Uh, although I did watch the first series of it coming back. Yeah, a few years ago, but then never watched the final series. Yeah, I don't know if it was ever cancelled. I think it's still like potentially coming back yeah. again. But yeah, it's a great show. It's one of the best ever. It's just such a great yeah, show. Yeah, it's, it's cool. I, well, I, I have some fun memories because I remember it was one of the few things I remember being allowed to watch and feeling. Oh, really? I'm not sure. I'm. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I'm, uh, you know, a bit young for this. I was not allowed now. to watch. I remember sneak having to sneak my TV on in my room at night and watch okay. it. I wasn't allowed to watch it. But yeah, it's great. It got me into all sorts. It got me into aliens and everything when yeah. I was a teenager. Yeah. So yeah. It's kind of made me the man I am today. <laughs> great show. Great show. Are you going to stick with it? Are you going to watch more? Uh, I don't, I can't. Depends I think we'll dip in and out. I don't, I don't think we're like going to just get a list plow of like, through just it. Just get a list of like the best episodes. Because it's a big undertaking. Yeah, there's like nine series. I think there's more than that. Is there more than that? I think so. Oh, okay. Especially if we include... Because it's all on Disney+. Plus. Oh, the whole you, thing? Yeah, all, really? and the movies and the recent ones. Okay. I think that originally maybe nine and then there's probably more added on after yeah. that. But interesting. I didn't know it was all on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So that's cool. I might Maybe I'll do a rewatch. <laughs> uh, funnily enough, the thing I've watched this week has a connection. Okay. That. I've watched the season two of Upload right. on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So do you remember Upload? It's got a... I never watched that. I remember you talking about it. It's got it. our friend Robbie Amell, yeah. friend of the show, Robbie Amell. He's a, he's a captain's gallery member, isn't yeah. he? He put him in the captain's gallery at the last year's Bosca ceremony. Um, yeah, his... So Upload is a show about people who... It's like life after death. Just before you die, you can get uploaded into like a virtual reality sure. world. And so these like high rolling people go into this virtual reality world and live forever. The first season's excellent. The second season's good at best. You've watched the whole season. I've watched the whole season this week. They're, to be fair, there are only half an hour episodes. Yeah. There's only seven of them, so it's not okay. it's not a big deal to take it. It's not as good as the first season, but William B. Davis is in it, who oh, was nice. also the cigarette smoking man in the X Files. So Does he look exactly the same? He looks exactly <laughs> the same, even though he's now thirty years older. <laughs> I think the man's timeless. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's not as good as the first series, but it was all new in the first series, whereas now sure. you kind of know the concept. So all the little gimmicky things that they do with virtual reality is not not there anymore. Okay. I also started the Cuphead show. Oh, I watched you think the first that? two episodes of that. I really enjoyed that as well. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, I just had nothing to watch the other night. I was like, I'll give that a try. Because yeah. I'd got like half an hour to spare. Yeah, I'll definitely go back for the rest of them, I think. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I, it seems to have took a few people by surprise on how well it's doing. Yeah, I, I, I don't know anything about it. I'd never even heard yeah. of it before. But yeah, it's, it is quite funny. Yeah. It made me laugh a good few times. Good. I think that's all I've watched. Good. 
We have one more thing. Yeah, I watched episode five of Spectros. Why did you do that? <laughs> I didn't really. <laughs> so for those of you who weren't around last week, we did decide to bin off Spectros at episode five. We were not prepared to watch any more of it. It is dog shit. <laughs> it's a terrible show. So what we didn't do was pick another show. So midweek this week, we did this. We picked a new show. We announced it in our Discord. To some excitement by the sounds of it. Some oh, people are bit, actually yeah. going to watch this one. And uh, we picked a show which is also about VR. I've done a lot of VR watching this <laughs> week. Um, we picked a show called Kiss Me First. We did. Which is billed on Netflix as a Netflix original, but was made by Channel 4 and was obviously on Channel 4 at some point. Uh, it was a co-production between Netflix and Channel 4. Okay, cool. Interesting. Uh, so, I assume it was on Channel 4 at some point, though. So in the UK, yeah. Channel 4 screened it first. Right. That was part of the deal. But then Netflix put it worldwide. Yeah. Cool, okay. And it is now sitting there on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I'd never heard of this. Me neither. Me neither. So what is it? Uh, so we are following a uh, a young girl who is recently bereaved. Yep. She just lost her mother. Uh, and she escapes into the virtual world yeah. where she can both become, hide and be herself. Become the avatar that she wants to be. Yeah. That's that's the basic setup. Yeah. Uh, she falls in with an interesting group of people yep. in the virtual world. And in the real world. One of whom, at least one of whom starts following her in the real world. Yeah. And... Yeah, well, stuff happens. That's it's a setup, isn't it's it? A, but it's this good. This first episode was a set. It was yeah. good. It was a setup of what what's to come. So she basically meets this group of people. One of them meets her in real life. Yeah. She takes in a new flatmate in her real life as well. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting to see because it's a few years old. I think it was two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, it's quite Ready Player One, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's interesting to see how because obviously it's a future concept of VR, and now we're actually pretty close to where it is in, when it comes to VR. Yeah. So it's quite interesting to see that. The fact that she's playing it with a old Atari joystick's a bit strange. <laughs> she hasn't got like... She's got hand-tracking gloves and then she's got a joystick as well, which is a little bit weird. The, the group she falls in with are like serious gamers because they've got these illegal collars. Yeah. Which means they can feel yeah, what's feelings, happening. Yeah, like pain and Yeah, whilst they're and in the VR they're in world. VR. Which is starting to happen. Again, starting to happen. Yeah. Those sort of things are, are out there or are coming out there. I think it's got a lot of potential. I've no idea where it's going. No, it's too... It's, yeah. And the, the animate is because it goes it's kind of animated when she's in VR as well, isn't it? So it's CGI yeah. animation. So it's, Which, it's an interesting juxtaposition between I, the two. I wonder if that's why Netflix got on board because Channel 4 like, we can't afford to do these. Uh, <laughs> Probably, yeah. CGI scenes. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, and although it is a few years old, I think the CGI is pretty good. Yeah, I agree. It's not great, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah. And that's, I don't want to give too much away, but that is basically that's just basically that setup. It. We don't know any more, do yeah. we, at this point? We have no idea. She, all we know is that she's she's a bit strange. She lives on her own. She takes in this flatmate. and like, But she, uh, by the end of the episode, she's kind of been accepted into this... This, this group. Group. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she starts logging into each other. They start logging into her accounts and stuff. There's a lot yeah. of like hacking going on in the background. I, I, what do you think? I was intrigued. I enjoyed it. I was intrigued. I'm intrigued to see where it goes next. Yeah. It's got a very British feel to it. It feels like British TV. Yeah. But then when it goes into the VR stuff, it feels like Netflix. So <laughs> I can see where you're coming from now. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm keen to carry on and see what happens next. Cool. I've, I've already doing... enjoyed it more than four episodes of Spectros. So. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. Well, more than one minute of Spectros. Huh. I've been in a bit more VR just lately. I've got a few new games. Okay, cool. Oh, good. Any any standouts? <laughs> I've got one. It's like it's they reckon it, they're building it as the next big esport. Okay. And 
I played it for two hours the other night and my watch told me I'd done 10,000 steps. Oh, nice. I hadn't. It's just because you use this arm. Yeah. You use your left arm a lot where my watch was. But it's basically, have you ever played Rocket League? Yeah, yeah. seen Rocket League. It's like Rocket League, but you've got a bow and arrow that you have to shoot the ball with. Okay. As you're running around the track trying to score. Okay. So it's three on three. It's quite, it's really like, makes your heart race. It's, awesome. it's, it's hectic. That sounds cool. And also, PokerStars VR has had an update this week. Right. I don't know if you've ever seen or played PokerStars, but PokerStars is one of the biggest free VR games. Yeah. So it's basically, you sit around a table with eight people from all around the sure. world play poker with them. But So they added Blackjack a while back, so you could play poker or Blackjack. And now they've just added Roulette. Okay. But what So what it is, is basically one room with one table in, and you sit with those eight people. Yeah. This new update puts all the tables in one room. And you can move around between oh, them. Oh, cool. So it's literally like being in a casino with like 20 people. Awesome. And you can move around, play all the different games without like leaving the room. What's favorite games to play? I really like playing the poker, to be fair. Yeah. The blackjack's really difficult. But it's a really fun game. The only trouble is because it's a free game, it's full of kids. Yeah. And it, that can get annoying. <laughs> but if you can get the right group of people in there, you can have a good time Excellent. with it. Yeah, so... VR, VR's been a big theme for me this week with Upload and two new games and Kiss Me First. Like it's planned. It really is. <laughs> Everything comes together. Yeah. I think that's it. I think we're pretty much done, aren't we? Yeah, sounds good to me. Do you want to talk about briefly talk about this week's film? Yeah, this week, come back here, same, uh, very same feed, and we will talk about this week's movie. It is The Fuck It List. It really is. That's what it's actually uh, called. It's a teen thing. Uh a we'll discuss this forever. Much rom or com? <laughs> we'll discuss this forever. I have no idea what this is, and I don't. And I know you don't. Yeah, it's it's. That's why I think that's why IMDb just had it as comedy. Yeah, because it doesn't really fit any genre because it isn't really about anything. But Jerry O'Connell's in it. Yeah, yeah, he was good in Stand by Me <laughs> when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah, um, it's going to be a fun episode on Thursday. I think. I think we're going to have a lot of fun about it, a lot of fun with it. I don't think we'll spend a lot of time on the film. But it, we'll definitely talk about it. I would say it. maybe more... Uh, it brings up some interesting themes. Yes, I'd agree with that. I think we should, we could have some fun with this one. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to you yeah. about it. So let's go off and do it, shall we? Yeah, back here Thursday, the fuck it list. Yep. And then next Monday for another episode of this wave thing that we do. Cheers. Bye. Bye.